coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but they mean something in the month of March. I'm showing this to D right now. Look at that right there. See that study Bible right there? That's the prize we're giving away in March. Wow, Brand nice. new, very nice Bible study, study Bible. You have to listen to the sound effects. You will understand as I leave little clues. That's how important sound effects are. Now, in regards to the goofy news, we review the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Here's the difference. You absolutely need to pay attention to the sound effects. You absolutely do not need to pay attention to the goofy news. Okay? If you haven't figured it out yet, God owns the real headlines. That's what's going on. He's written them long before, and every time man sees something, it's like, ah! It's like, okay, calm down. Sit down, Sparky. Sit down. All right, you might be uh, one of those people sitting there thinking, you know, what is it that I can get to learn out of this whole process? Well, you get life lessons for our faith. We can actually use these life lessons unless you're typically the one who sits on your blessed assurance. And we would encourage you not to do that. Also, humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Well, that's simple. I'm an equal opportunity offender, just like Jesus. Check out Matthew chapter 11, verse 6. He goes, blessed are those who are not offended to me. Yeah, there you go. Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow, real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400,000 milliseconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. Good night. <laughs> no, we don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. We don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, does everything we think need to be said, and when should we say it? When do we insert the words? When do we share? That's an important part and a process. If you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. That would be sad. Just give us a call at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call, 972 972- Four four five zero seven seven zero. You'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, cause you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite. That's right. Talking to Dynamite D. That's like having your favorite worship song playing in your head when you wake up in the morning. That's a really great feeling. That is like one of the coolest things ever. You wake up and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, Waymaker. I mean, you're just into it, right? And it's like your brain is like, wow, it is spiritualized before I'm doing anything, even coffee. That's amazing. Don't forget redemption is in the blood. Waking up 
is in the coffee. Keep that in mind. Uh, also, by the way, you can text us live during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. Also, you can email us, david at hemusincrease.org. That's david at hemusincrease.org, although you don't have to put an emphasis on the vid. You can just put the david at hemusincrease.org. Additionally, we send you up to the websites. A couple of reasons that we do that. couple of things for you to be aware of. Number one, if you've got general questions about the show or about the faith or about what you're going through, you can reach out to us and use the Contact Us button. Okay, got that? Everybody got that? What I also want to make you aware of is if you got something you listen to in the show and it's like, ooh, I hate that. Ooh, I don't like that. Because we have that from time to time. That's okay. Just send me an email. That's fine. Or call the show, the 214 number, after show hours. I'll be glad to talk to you. You guys should know that I I talk to people. It is something that we do. Uh, Also on the website is an opportunity to give. Giving is good. Why? Because without the giving, we don't have a show. We've had some people in the last uh, three weeks that have given really big amounts for us, and we are so blessed. I just want to say thank you to all those people. You guys know we are, uh, I don't want to say we're shoestringing it. Wow, Dave, that's a blessing, Dave. Yeah, I just I just keep laughing. I keep thinking about, you know, we're we're reaching a hundred thousand miles on my car. That's what it's, it's <laughs> like people don't understand. It's like for us, it's like, wow, praise the Lord. Because it goes a long way and it gives us the opportunity to continue doing the show, which is what we love to do. If you can give, do it directly through the website. It's completely secure. If not, it gives you instructions on how to give. Check out he must Prayer request? Hemusincrease.org. Praise report? Hemusincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemusincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemusincrease.org. Hemusincrease.org. What's up, Doc? Now, you might be asked a question like this. How many cymbal crashes were in that sound? Ooh. I have no idea. Yeah, see? Could be four. I'm not even going to answer the question. Just going to leave it right now. This is what I'm trying to tell people. This is what we're doing. In March, we're giving away this study Bible, and you got to listen. And it uh, could be anything like that. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good idea. Don't forget to be praying for the audience. That's exceedingly important. Important. Exceedingly important. It's like important, but even more so. And then your uh, Feb buddies. So anybody who's listening to a Phil, anybody you hear call in, anything that's going on, what we're asking you to do is be sensitive to the Lord. May the Lord puts them on your heart. And you pray for them in the month of February. I know we're almost done with February, but it's not over yet. And you don't finish strong or you don't start strong and finish weak. You got to finish strong. And so the idea here is to keep on going. If you're praying for your buddies, don't stop. If you haven't even started praying for anybody, do it now. Just get involved with it. You're praying for people. You're praying for your brothers and sisters, and you're asking God to bless and guide and direct and help them and comfort them and strengthen them and give them wisdom and give them healing. How, How could that be bad? That's fulfilling the commandment of carrying one another's burdens, right? Okay. 
when, well, I'm going to do my teaching, but then when we come back, I'm going to share a testimony from John regarding NOLA. We're not going to do that yet. First, I'm going to do this teaching because it'd be terrific. And then we'll come back, you know, when we come back, we'll share this testimony. So uh, for those that do not know, we are in the place of Hebrews chapter 11, the hall of fame of faith. And as I'm pretty honest about it, uh, Hebrews 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, totally, just totally lights out fantastic. 7, 8, 9, 10, you know, it's a little little different because you get into the structure of Melchizedek and the high priest, and we were like, yeah, okay. Now we're back to chapter 11, the Hall of Fame of Faith, and we're going through each person or each uh, element that is recorded in the Hall of Fame of Faith. And for those that do not know, we are in, uh, right now, we are in verse 8. And verse 8 comes to us, which is right after Noah. And guess who's next up? The One of the biggest people there is in regards to faith. 200 mentions in the, in the Bible. 70 in the New Testament. I mean, you just got to this like, wow. That's incredible. We are where Abraham is. By faith, Abraham, verse 8, when he was called obeyed and set out for a place that he was going to receive as an inheritance. He went out even though he did not know where he was going. We could preach this for days and days and days. Come on. Listen to this about Abraham. He's one of the greatest people of faith and understanding. He was looking for a city whose foundation architect and builder is God. That helps us understand that he was looking for a place that had stability, cool looks, and a reliable builder. The key in this text is to understand that Abraham was looking forward. He wasn't thinking he would find all of this great city stuff in the sand. He knew he was going to find it in the sky. And the Lord is like, I'm going to take you somewhere, and you've never been there, and we're going to go together, and I'm going to show you the base, and in this base, you're going to find out amazingly that through this, you're going to have a whole nation. Now, this is a guy that his wife can't get pregnant. Okay, so let's, let's understand what Abraham's hearing. Uh, I'm going to have a whole nation of people. I'm going to have myriads and myriads of, 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 of offspring. Uh, my wife can't get pregnant. Have we had a discussion about this? Are you introducing cloning yet? Because I don't understand how this is going to work. And so he comes, and the Lord tells him, he said, go out. He doesn't know where he's going. Did you, did you, did you, did, I just want to make sure, did you get that? He doesn't know. By faith, when he was called, obeyed, and set out for a place he was going to receive his inheritance, he went out even though he didn't know where he was going. Guess what? This is exactly why this is in the New Testament. I don't know how you miss it. I don't even know how I miss it. I can't believe I don't preach it every week. Abraham did not know where he was going. God said, go over here. Over there? <laughs> Just like that. Yeah, I don't know what's there, Lord, but you're telling me go that way. Okay, here I go. I just, I love stuff like this. I mean, it's amazing. It's the same thing that happened to Paul, by the way, who was told, go to this city. And when you get there, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of lead you from, from that point to the. God just says, go there. And we are supposed to, by faith, we're supposed to go, okay. 
Let me give you a perfect example, a personal example. Okay? Okay? In San Diego, I had a pretty good gig. 40,000 listeners. So it's not bad. I was making decent money, not great money because, you know, it's still radio. Unless you're in the top 100, it's still it's still radio, people. Only a few. Yeah, and, and you don't go into this type of field for that. Okay, you go into investments if you're looking to make money, not radio. Everything's going good. My son moves out to Texas, right? My eldest, right? Firstborn. Dad, come out to Texas. Why am I going to come out to Texas? Dad, we just want you out in Texas. We want you closer. All right, let me put out some feelers, right? No feelers. Like nothing happened. Zero, right? I'm like, okay. Lord, Noel and I want to do exactly what you want. We want to just do the best we can. We've done so many dumb things, Lord. Just, just want to make a good move here. Help us. All right. We believe we got the direction and confirmation to go to Texas. In fact, one of the great confirmations was while en route talking with that lady that we met as we were driving to Texas and staying in hotels, meeting that lady, praying for her, leading her to Christ. And then she had cancer and the Lord healed her of the cancer. It was just like amazing. Right. You really feel that's a testimony. However, the first eight months in Texas was like somebody taking a drill bit and th right through my mind. It wasn't until I got back to radio that the ministry just blossomed and flourished. But guess what? What I would write in my school papers is going to Texas, no idea what we're doing, no idea what we're going to do financially, no, no you know, big long shot of funds or anything like that. No problem, because we know Jesus. So we went. And you're listening because of that. Come on, that's cool. We didn't know. That's cool. It is cool. The Lord may call you somewhere where you don't even know what's, what's ahead, what's around the corner. It doesn't matter as long as you understand that God is around the corner. That's the key. Get it? Take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. I want you to catch something because uh, for some reason the church feels the need to over-answer cultural changes that take place. Look at Jesus. He didn't care about anyone's opinion. That's what it says right in the text. And you do not care about anyone's opinion. Jesus didn't go, yes, I do. No, he didn't. He didn't. He never, because he didn't. That's exactly right. He is true. So they said, we know that you are true and teach the way of God. That's aletheis, which means speaking the truth, completely nothing hidden, being real. He teaches the way of God correctly. That's aletheis, which is the case is according to the fact, and doesn't care about anyone's opinion. The Greek word here literally means does not look at people's faces. In other words, when you're doing radio, I can't see faces except for Captain Chris, okay? I can't see if your face is giving approval or denial because the only way that happens is by text or phone or whatever the case may be. When an actor acts, they can look on stage and see with the audience if there's approval. 
Jesus didn't seek people's facial approvals. He didn't care. And you think, well, no, he cared plenty. No, he cared about the mission to save the lost. He didn't care about those who were going to reject in the capacity that he sought their approval. He never sought their approval. He didn't leave live, let me say that, he didn't live for people's positive responses to him. He walked at the pleasure of the Father. Whatever the Father wanted him to do or say, that's what he did, which is when you'll hear me say, we do it for the author and not the audience. Because I think some of you people are literally some of the nicest people I have ever met in my human journey, but you still don't have a heaven to put me in. And that's what it comes down to. And I know that, says, that sounds so, you know, harsh or whatever. It's like, are you serious? Okay. If the Lord tarries and I die, you are not going to help me. <laughs> I just don't really know the way to say it. You know what I'm saying? And so I want you guys to catch that, to catch this is why Jesus was so different. It's because he spoke the truth, he said it according to, to, to what the truth was, and he didn't seek people's approval in sharing. He just was like, look, I'm telling you exactly what the Father told me to say. This is exactly how the Spirit's leading me, exactly what the Father wants to be said. And then you look at that and you go, ooh, how about us? If Jesus Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. I hope that Eric was listening for that. Because him and I had a brief uh, text exchange, and I just find it amazing that that play was right in that spot. And uh, <laughs> he'll know what I've been talking about. It's just uh, I just hope he's listening. If not, I'm going to make him listen to it uh, in the replay. Well, not make him, but I'm going to ask him to. All right. Trivia question. Here you go. Here's your first one. Who was the mother of Benjamin? Who was the mother of Benjamin? Okay. So you got the tribes, right? Okay, how many are there? There's 12 in the tribes, right? Oh, but then there's just the live tribe was lost in this tribe. Oh, stop. Okay, would you stop being silly? All right, who was the mom of Benji? Okay, not the dog. Benjamin. Okay, if you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us. 972-445-0770. You can also text 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at he must increase.org. Okay. All right. There you go. All right. So uh, we are going to do our DNA, right? DNA. Okay. Here it is. Get ready. DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. If you're not spending time with the Lord every day, you're robbing yourself. It's not like he needs it. You need it. I need it. We need it. Get it? Okay, that's D. Draw closer to the Lord daily. And never, 
be ashamed of Jesus or his words. And I have been, you know, been on the, this radio station almost four years. I've been telling you, and I've been on the radio for 10 years. I've been t for 10 years, I've been saying the same thing. They are going to try and outlaw the word of God. You think 10 years ago, no way. Now you look at it and you go, wow, maybe, right? It's so different, right? Never be ashamed of Jesus or his words, or Jesus will be ashamed of you. A, always be ready to serve. To serve. How important is it to recognize that as grand and as wonderful as the grace of God has been for us individually, personally, he wants us to be a vessel of blessing to others as well. Sometimes that blessing comes in the form of, you know, just uplifting. Sometimes it comes in the form of correction. Sometimes it, it comes in multiple ways. We don't, we don't determine or tell God how to do it. We just want to be available for the Lord to use us. We want to be ready to be servants, always ready, always prepared, always. So that is our DNA. Draw closer to the Lord daily. That's D, N, never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. And then A, always be ready to serve. We do have somebody who's ready to answer the trivia question. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Donald he Hello? Who's this? <laughs> I said Donald Dave. <laughs> this is John, and I have the answer. You have the answer. You know what? I the love answer. the, and it is the the answer. And I got to tell you, we had a bunch of people guess, and it's always funny when you're guessing about the Old Testament people because so many other names come up. So I'm going to leave it in your hands. Who was the mother of Benjamin? Dun, 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 dun. It was Rachel. Yes, sir! Yes. Excellent job. And that's what's so amazing is people are thinking, well, is it this person? Says, no, no, it's Rachel. She's, that, was, that was her kid, right? She didn't have a lot of yes, kids, sir. but she had that one. Joseph and Benjamin. Yes, exactly right. Oh, perfect. That is perfect. Excellent. Excellent job. You are. Hey, man, love your show. You have a wonderful weekend. All right. You too. God bless you. God bless you, brother. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What a great job. Excellent. You know, we are just like... He came in with a lot of energy. I love it. I love it. Don't you guys love it? Now, this thing that I want to share that has to do with NOLA, I'm going to wait. I've decided I'm just... just You'll have to trust me on this. I mean, people are going to have to... Do you think it's a good idea? I'm going to wait on purpose till the next segment. We'll get a few more people that will be listening. More people listen between 2 and 3 than 1.30 and 2. And I just want as many people to be, you know, kind of connected to it as, as possible. It's an amazing, an amazing testimony. And we will be praying for them continually. So just everybody calm, calm, calm. Be calm. Be at peace. Okay, good. All right, let's get into this next little bit. I think we're ready to go into that next little bit. What a great job, by the way, on trivia. Fantastic. Uh, here, this next thing that I think that, that some people may may miss a little. I, we're going to come back to Abraham because he's just so intense. It's such a great story. But I also want to talk about verse 11 where it talks about Sarah. Now, let's be honest, Sarah. It's, it's kind of like Mary, the mother of Jesus, because of certain theological 
uh, nuances, uh, doesn't get the proper props that she should get. Well, Sarah gets blasted a little bit too. Verse 11, by faith, even Sarah herself, when she was unable to have children, received power to conceive offspring, even though she was past the age, since she considered the one who had promised was faithful. I want to say something about Sarah that's really important. She's often maligned, by the way, and she did, she did, you know, move into the, having Ishmael brought about. That was a bad call, but Abraham went along with it, and that was a bad call. Sarah is maligned because also because she laughed when God said that she was going to have a child. First sidebar, Abraham laughed first. Okay, just to let you know. But she still operated with faith. She still went with Abraham. She stood by her husband's side, believing in the greatest things that God can do. And that faith that she had enabled her to receive power. She considered God faithful, and she was able to receive power. Can I, can I say that if there's a great tagline for you and I in this faith thing, that would be it right there, right there. She considered God faithful, and therefore she was able to receive power. Bam! That power would generate life where there was no life and generate hope where there is no hope. Damn, that is like, oh, man, okay, these guys, right. These two people, and we're going to come back to Abraham next week, but these two people changed the landscaping of human engagement with God. This is like, wow. Abraham was so entrenched in this commitment to faith, he became known as the friend of God. I mean, you can say all that you want to say when somebody goes, oh, that dude, that's God's friend. That's it. (laughs) You have reached it. You have, you are done. Ultimate. 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 (laughs) There's like nothing better. So it's like, that's God's buddy. Anything close to that, please, right? Man. Oh, incredible. Isn't that just wonderful what faith, the things that it produces? All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience, you say? I'll put it to you like this. Do you love a good joke that's pretty bad? What do you call an animal that doesn't practice what it preaches? A hippocritopotamus. <laughs> Come on. Do you love being able to ask questions, comments, or having someone to pray for you? If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want it to have a chance. And last but not least, do you love some trivia? All right, we got our trivia question. Uh, who made clothes out of leaves that were sewed together? Somebody want to answer the trivia question? Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. Here you go. Here you go. This is David. Who am I talking to? We're talking to Mary. This is Al. This is Brother Ace. This is Eric. This is Deborah. Now, if that doesn't make you curious, maybe you should tune in and check it out for yourself. Think of me as the big brother that won't go away. <laughs> That's me. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience weekdays at 1.30 p.m. on 770 KAAM. 
What is the David Spoon experience? 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. What happens when he stops following Christ? You stop following him. And what about 2 Corinthians 2.14? Not that we rule over your faith, Paul said. What? Not that we rule over your faith. So this whole notion that there's this authority structure and that people have to obey, because if they don't obey in every nuance, they're going to be, you know, zapped or whatever. Ours was better. You know what our story was? Ken told the story about past congregations he had, how, about people who disobeyed him and spoke evil about them and how God killed them. That's what he told us. In fact, it was true that somebody out of the 110 people out of his three previous churches, let's just, we'll just leave that there, uh, uh, one person did die. Wow, one out of 110. They picked up a hitchhiker on their way to Flagstaff, Arizona. Hey, I pastored in Flagstaff. And uh, the hitchhiker ended up killing the guy because the guy was a mental case. But uh, can use that after his church was closed 15 years later saying, see, what? What? But we were too dumb to know. So now you have the same guy that told us how to attack a Christian leader, telling us we can no longer attack Christian leaders unless he, the anointed of God, gives us permission. He's in charge, and we can't challenge him or question him. And, oh, by the way, if we talk about the anointed or touch the prophets of God, God will kill us, and he's him. So I, I, he's, he's the one of the anointed, so we can't touch him. Even though none of that is scriptural, none of that is right, and all of that is wackadoodle. 770 KAAM Garland Dallas Fort Worth